Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, August the 2nd, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, ombudsman, which is an official who investigates complaints. Ombudsman. Hope everyone is enjoying or will enjoy their Monday. Back to work you go. Work week is here. Time to pay the bills. Another manic Monday. You know a lot of people don't like Monday. It is uh it is kind of, it can be quite hard and dreadful to have to pull yourself up and pull yourself into work. Join the rat race. It is Monday. Well Looks like uh, Dr. Fauci has came out and says he doesn't believe the country will go back into a lockdown due to this Delta variant. But he also said it would get worse before it gets better. In fact, so Florida, Florida has the worst outbreaks in the nation per capita with 110,000 cases in the past week alone. alone. And that's a 50% increase from the previous week. And not only Florida, I believe they're saying uh, Louisiana has seen a uptick in, in COVID cases. And then, you know, I'm sure by now we've all heard about the Massachusetts and that cluster they had with the vaccinated. Those people that caught it there, apparently they had been uh, vaccinated and they discovered they had COVID. So that that's where that... uh. That first alerted officials with that, um, the vaccination, the vaccinated and how COVID can creep in also. So, man, wow. The Delta variant is indeed uh, ravaging. If, if I can say that, it's ravaging this country and other parts of the world also. But uh, Great Britain has uh, relaxed some of its mandates that I've I'm guessing they say they have everything under control or somewhat under control that they can move about freely here. On the other hand, we are seeing, of course, a resurgence or a different uh, that Delta variant. And we're going back to those mask mandates where they're not really mandates They're They're strongly encouraging because here locally, they're saying uh, a lot of the, the merchants in your uh, restaurants, your grocery stores, retail or whatever, are strongly encouraging uh, the patrons to put masks on when they come inside. So there, there hasn't officially been a, a mandate saying, hey, you got to wear your face mask. Just a strong encouragement, if you will. Hmm. Wow. Um, I'm not too sure about that, that theory Dr. Fauci has about the country won't go back into a lockdown due to the Delta variant. Because uh, as we know... Like they're saying, hey, there, there's a lot of people going back into the hospitals. Hospitals are being over overworked. Nursing and nurses and doctors are being overworked. So it's, um, I don't know. Maybe he's right. Maybe he knows something that I, we don't know. But it certainly looks like we're going backwards. People aren't getting vaccinated. Some are, some aren't. They're still saying that they are still saying they're not going to get vaccinated no matter what. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Let's move on here. It looks like, um, wow, 
a Belarusian, and I hope I hope I'm saying that right. A Belarusian Olympic track star has refused to go back to her home, the Czech Republic, and as a result, she sought she has uh, sought asylum in at the Polish embassy in Tokyo. Now, as as she says, she says she was being forced on a plane to return home after being withdrawn from the Olympics by her coaches per doctor's orders because of her emotional and psychological state. Now, her nation, the uh, the Czech Republic, which is a, a former part of the Soviet Union, for more, the better part or more than a year, a has been protesting against its uh, current president for whatever reason. And she has said she may never return home. Wow. It's, it's, it's that bad. Seems like, a, a, um, well, we all know the story of Simone, uh, Simone Biles. I, I believe that's, I believe that's how you say that. Simone Biles, but uh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> uh, we all know the story of her, which is, is certainly a heart wrenching how she uh, hasn't competed. Um, I don't, I don't want, I want to say she hasn't competed in the Olympics at any event, Well, there may have been one before she withdrew herself. And it came out this morning that she will be participating in the balance beam. Uh, that's the only event that that appears that she's going to be competing in as a result of her uh, her mental distress. And a lot of people have came out and said, well, you, you're over there. You were sent there to represent the country. And, and then you get there and say you're having a mental moment that's just uh, privileged, spoiled uh, sports brats or, or whatever or what have you. Um, that that's a no for me. I mean, everybody has has mental moments, and and the one thing about athletes, and 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 sports in general, when, when if your mind isn't in it one hundred percent, then your body's not going to be in it, and then you could get out there and hurt yourself or hurt someone else in, in in other sports. But you most definitely with with these the gymnastics, you could hurt yourself if your mind isn't totally focused on what you are doing. So for those two athletes to come out and say, hey, we're having, uh, you know, for whatever reason, there's a mental block. And then, to you know, for Simone Biles to have people say, oh, she's just whining or whatever. I don't think she's whining. I mean, we really and truthfully, we look at athletes as, as though they are superior to ourselves or whatever or what have you. You really don't know what's going on behind closed doors with people. And that's people in general, people you see day-to-day -day dealings. They're mental. You have no idea what's going on. They put on this front for however long, and then sooner or later it comes out. It just does. So so prayers for both of those, those women, those young ladies. Heart goes out to them. Because like I said, if your mind's not in it, you, you, chances are you're not going to do that good anyway. I certainly understand the argument that, well, she went over there. I'm sure it didn't just happen overnight. Yeah, she probably carried it around with her for however many, however long it was. And it finally came out. So, hey, what are you going to do about it? Continue to bash her? Nah, that, that, that's a no for me. Prayers going out to him. I, I hope she... Uh, but both of them, I hope they can they can get their minds back together. 
Because uh, it, it certainly was a, 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 what would have been a treat to see uh, her compete, Simone Biles. It would have been. She is phenomenal in, in what she does. And I most definitely, I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't want her to see her out there uh, falling apart because her mind wasn't in it. So like I said, prayers prayers for her and, and, and the other young lady also. Who's, uh, her, hers sounds more or less like, I'm not sure what, because they didn't really didn't dive into what her reasoning was for uh, not boarding that plane and seeking asylum at the uh, Polish embassy in, in Tokyo. Sounds like that may be something more or less to deal with uh, social issues in her country. Like I said, they're protesting against that president for whatever reason. Who knows? Who knows? And Poland or, or the Polish embassy has given her a, a visa. They say, hey, no problem. Come on. So certain, well, I think that region or that area, they, they, like the Czech Republic, they, they, they've always been, they're a form, former part of that Soviet bloc. If you guys remember that from the old Cold War. And, and, and when they, when Poland and those other countries around that area, the Czech Republic, I believe that used to be Yugoslavia or, or may have Yugoslavia, Czechoslovakia, Hope I'm saying that right. In uh, Poland, they were a part, or or, or maybe a small part of that uh, Soviet bloc, and they've always uh, had conflict there. Let's just say that Russia's always coming in, trying to come in, or whatever, what have you. It, it just is. It is what it is. So that may be a, a reasoning for her. Maybe she doesn't want to go back and, and deal with that nonsense any longer. She's been probably chances are she's been dealing with it her whole life. So, hey, maybe she just doesn't want to go back and deal with that. Can't fault her. I think a lot of people, when they think about these athletes or whatever, how much they get paid and 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 how much you see them on the TV, you think they're invincible. But they're humans. You know, they aren't Greek gods. <laughs> you know, that, 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 that they just aren't. They have moments like you and I. They're just human beings trying to live and make their way through this thing called life. So back up off of them. Man, a lot of you couldn't even fathom or, or, or let alone handle half of the nonsense that they deal with. But yet you sit around on your couch, pissing and moaning and offering some uh, input and criticism. Hmm. Oh, well, let's move along here. Um, and, and this next story is, is something I never truthfully gave uh, any thought to, never even heard about it, to be honest with you. And, and many of you may say, well, that's, that's, that's just because you're a male. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But it appears a North Carolina A&T University student here in North Carolina uh, says she remembers how, how, and she had to learn how hard it was for her to afford uh, menstrual supplies as a college student, so much so, so she's, uh, she has started an organization that she started in, in 2019 that provides the essential supplies needed during that time of the month, uh, the period or, or whatever, or what have you. And what, what she's doing is, is not only is she supplying the basic essentials that, you know, that are needed during that time of the month, for females, you know, your pads, your tampons and your wipes. She's also uh, they're also distributing a uh, what they call a resource card, which which has listings of locations and even teachers 
that have these supplies available because what she's doing is she's um, handing out these supplies to the local middle schools in the triad, triad area here in North Carolina. That's your Greensboro, your High Point, and your Winston-Salem. Winston hmm. Well, that's, that, that, that's um, hmm. like I said, I never thought about it. And maybe it is because I'm a male. Now, also during COVID, you know, when the schools were shut down, she and others went to the uh, food drop-off distribution locations and continued to provide these essentials. She she even goes as far as to say she keeps these hygiene kits in her car to hand out also. Now, what, what she has done, and she's gotten together with state legislatures who are, are lobbying to also have a portion of the state's budget for schools to set aside funds to uh, help with the buying and distribu distributing of these supplies. Now, the North Carolina state legislatures that are supporting this are lobbying that the budget makes or they're, what they're proposing is to set aside $250,000 in grant money for schools to provide these needed essentials. Now, if you're thinking it's just here in North Carolina, think again, because Georgia legislature has allocated $1.5 in its budget this year alone to assist with these supplies and essentials. Vermont has a, a new law that requires schools to make these supplies free in female and gender neutral restrooms. Now, if you're wondering why, and this, like, this is why I said I never gave, I, I just, I, I never thought about it, never even consider it, considered it. And it, it, I guess it is because of my gender. But what has came out, and they, they didn't give the numbers, is that because of, of during that time of the month, a lot of the female students who can't afford these supplies, apparently a lot of the teachers and school staff, and now the, the state legislatures are saying that a lot of these females, they're missing school. They're not going to school because they don't have these supplies readily available. That's a problem. That really is. That that's a problem because to think that a, a, a young female or a child, a young student, won't go to school because they don't have that the that those essentials that that, that are needed. That's that's a, a natural occurrence every month, and they're missing school. They're missing however many days out of school. That's a problem, and I, I think it's. It, Kudos to her for bringing this to the, the forefront. Now, I've heard of other uh, organizations that have done this. Uh, I'm sure we've heard of the, uh, uh, there was a, uh, there is a group that uh, distributes diapers to uh, mothers or, or those in low income areas. And apparently also they, they distribute these essentials also. But for this college student, she's a senior, by the way, this year she'll be a senior. But for this college student to take a step and, and st take a step back and look and say, hey, I can remember when, because what she said, what I remember when I was coming into college, uh, those supplies as a college student, I couldn't afford them. They, they, they were too expensive. Apparently that's what's happening with these uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers. Because like I said, she 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 does this at the middle school level level. And that that resource card, that's that 
that's that that's a great idea. Because what what the triad or the schools in the triad area are doing is they do just like Vermont. Vermont saying, "Hey, you got to have these supplies readily available," because apparently that's been a problem there. The kids, the females are missing school. So what they're they've done here in in the triad area is they have these resources cards, and and inside of the schools they have a, a supply allocated just for that. So they list the teachers and and the schools and locations where you can go and pick these items up. And like I said, I just I just didn't know. But to think that a child will miss school because of this. We know kids. uh, We've all heard the tale of how kids aren't eating when school is out. So that I think this plays right into that also with that the feeding. If I could say that. Because there certainly is a lot of reasoning why, and, and and yeah, we do have to step in and help those from time to time. But between the um, the lack of food, nutrition, because there has been a national campaign for that also, you know, like when school's on break or during um, the holidays or the summer when school was in session before COVID, pre-COVID, where they would have these uh, summer food feedings where they would come out. I can remember getting uh, text messages over my phone from the school district saying, we'll, we'll have uh food distribution or lunch distri- distribution at this location for this week or, or, or another location for the next week or however many schools during that day. And they also did it during COVID. So what they're, they're doing, like I said, when, when COVID hit and school was out, she found out where those locations were and she and her, uh, uh, the people that volunteered, they went and they handed out these supplies. They continue to hand, hand out these supplies also so that they weren't forget, forgotten about. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's just astonishing to think that a child would have to miss school because of this, because they can't afford these, these, these supplies that are needed. They are. It's 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 unfathomable. Maybe it is because I'm a man, a male. But I think that's a good idea. I think that's good. I think she and 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 I I really don't see any problem. I don't think the state legislature legislature legislatures will have any problem with with adding this to the budget. I mean, let's be truthful. I mean. And and from from all intents and purposes, because it is bipartisan, they are saying, "Yeah, we're going to support this. We are going to put this in into the budget." So, I certainly don't have a problem. Um, <laughs> who would have a problem with that? I mean, our tax dollars are being wasted on some so much more than putting that in the budget. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. And like I said, it's not just here in North Carolina; it's going on around the, this country. You know, like I said, Georgia has put in uh, was it one point five million into its school budget. Vermont now has a law that says you got to have these supplies readily available for all female students. It's just, uh, I would say the times we are living in, but apparently this has been going on for a while, and it just hasn't been mentioned. It's, it's. Not that 
hard to accept or believe that this is going on. It's just so surprising to think that, like I said, a child wouldn't be able to go to school because they don't have this, can't afford it. And and, and I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a female, but I, I have, uh, like I said, I, you know, I work in retail, so I, I can be over there stocking, you know, these uh, uh, items, you know, like a tampons, tampons, Time packs and your your female uh, hygiene wipes, and I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, looking at the prices. I'm like, damn, these things are expensive. What in the world? <laughs> they are expensive. I don't know the reasoning, but for the for the high prices, I'm sure uh, the makers have some great story to tell us all as why as to why they need to uh, uh, have the, the price, their price at that amount, whether it be from, for the resources or the whatever or what have you. But they are expensive. I mean, like I said, I've been over there stocking them and I'm looking like, man, these damn things are high. What in the world? But like I said, to think that a child won't be able to go to school because they are missing or, or can't afford that during that time of the month. Because uh, to think that a child would miss school for however many days, whether it's, uh, what is it, two, well, three or four days out of school, however many times during the school year, that's, 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 it's not sad, it's quite eye-opening, if I could say that. It, it should alert you to a lot that what's going on is much more and much deeper than we think. Because as I read this article and when they got to that part and when they said where the teachers are are coming forward and saying that they know for a fact that a lot of their female students are missing school because of that. Wow. That's all I could say was, wow, I I never thought about it. You know, life sometimes uh, will, will bring you to something that you never even gave thought or credence to. And it will it will be explained to you in such a way that it opens your eyes and you will and and you will see and understand the reason the reasoning because this right here truly opened my eyes and I thought to myself man that's that's heartbreaking I I I honestly didn't know I just didn't I just didn't so to this uh uh college student who says hey I remember when at one point in time I couldn't afford it also and so she she got the the wind up under her wings and she put together a whole program where she has people volunteering alongside of her and they're going from school to school, uh, middle school to middle school, some high schools. And like I said, those f- food uh, food uh, uh, drop offs where, where you can go in and, and pick up your lunch. She's there also doing that. She keeps them in her car. And says, I guess that she's riding down the street and. I'm sure by now a lot of the kids and the, the females in the neighborhood know who, who she is and she gives those out. Certainly deserves every accolade she gets because I never thought about it. Not not at the local, not at the school level. I just didn't. I, I, just a naivete on, on my part and, and, and taken for, uh, for granted that, hey, everybody can afford this or whatever, whatever. A lot of people can't. They just can't. So, man, I I would say to her, thank you. Thank you for your compassion and and your 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 fourth with thought to to say, hey, that this is a problem and it's a problem that needs to be fixed. 
And instead of going around complaining and howling and screaming and kicking and scratching, she took the initiative to put something together for herself and she's been running with it, staying with it, sticking with it. She says she's not going to stop. So, like I said, man, uh, thank you to this young lady. Certainly deserves every accolade, praise, and acknowledgement she can get. And maybe she can get some more people involved and they can they can up the supplies also. Certainly a, a, a worthwhile cause to give to <laughs> in, a, in a society where we give to any and everything. Um, to think that these young ladies wouldn't go to school because they don't have the, the essential supplies that is needed during that time of the month. Certainly, it's, it's just mind-blowing. But then again, hey, that's life. And the thing about life is when you see a problem, there should be an automatic instinct in you, uh, uh, somewhat of a compassion to help your fellow human being. And she certainly has taken that up and she has ran with it. So hats off to her. Hats off. Man. All right, I'm getting ready to get out of here. I got to do a little, some little whatnots and things today. Uh, Monday. I'm not a fan of Monday. There's like a, I, know, I know a lot of you aren't, but you are breathing. We are among the living, so I, I'm not going to complain too much. It could go. It could have been totally different. Could have been totally different. Like I always say. People always say, oh, well, it's good to see you. I say, well, thank you. It's always better to be seen than viewed. Now, if you're you're being viewed, for those who may not know, if you're being viewed, you're up out of here. <laughs> so it's always, it's always better to be seen than viewed. That's what I always say. Because if you're being viewed, you're on you're out of here, buddy. People just walking by. <laughs> your casket looking at you and reminiscing. So I always say, hey, it's always better to be seen than viewed, man. I'm thankful. Don't know about you. I won't complain about it. Not one bit, even though life sometimes can knock you completely on your you know what. All right. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. I will not bite. Not physically anyway, verbally I may. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always... This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.